Rushduni Radio presents Systematic Theology in Two Volumes by Rusus John Rushduni, narrated by Nathan F. Conkey, produced with permission by the Chalcedon Foundation. 16. The Alpha and the Omega Again and again, the references to Jesus Christ in the New Testament resound with majestic music. However real the sufferings of the Church in those days, the thundering certainty of victory is the dominant note. This is certainly true of Revelation 1, 4-8. Quote, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, Grace be unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. End quote. Let us survey, first of all, these five verses in terms of the doctrine of Christ. In verse 4, we have the benediction from God the Father, he who, quote, is, and which was, and which is to come, end quote. This is a clear reference to Exodus 3.14, I am that I am, end quote, or quote, I am he who is, end quote, compared to Deuteronomy 32.39. The shrine of Minerva, or Isis, at Sais had this inscription, quote, I am all that has come into being, and that which is, and that which shall be, and no man hath lifted my veil, end quote. The resemblances between these two statements is superficial. It is the difference which is striking. The Isis inscription speaks of the goddess as total potentiality. No man has lifted her veil, that is, penetrated the future, because it is unknowable and a product of chance. Since the totality is potentiality and unknowable, man himself is unknowable. Man's life and being are both aspects of this blind and meaningless potentiality. The Isis inscription is grimly pessimistic. The pronouncement of Revelation is totally joyful. All things come from the hand of the Almighty, who has ordained all things, controls all things, and makes all things work together for good to them who love him and are his called ones. Romans 8.28 As Carpenter noted, quote, there is no, quote, will be, end quote, with an eternal God. With him all is. So the word, quote, cometh, end quote, is used hinting his constant manifestations in history and the final coming in judgment, end quote. The reference to the, quote, seven spirits of God, end quote, is to the Holy Spirit in all his fullness. He is described as being, quote, before his throne, end quote. As man's great advocate, both he and Christ, 1 John 2, 1, are before the throne as covenant man's voice before God. In verse 5, Jesus Christ is set forth, 
He is, quote, the faithful witness, end quote, or martyr who died but is, quote, the first begotten from the dead, end quote, and is now, quote, the prince of the kings of the earth, end quote. The total and sovereign rule of Jesus Christ is not a future, but a present fact. The inescapable fact is that Jesus Christ ordains and rules over all things. At this point, a very difficult problem arises for man, the sinner. For him, the goal of history is to be determined in terms of externals. Is man happy and at peace? Has war been abolished as well as poverty, hunger, sickness, disease and death? Is a good life possible for all men? Man's demands can be summed up briefly by stating that the world must be changed and made into a fit habitation for man. God is seen as unreasonable or heartless in ordaining and permitting all the problems which beset human history. Scripture, however, makes clear that the world was not created to be man's kingdom, but God's kingdom. Both man and the world must be changed towards that end. The problem is not generally evil conditions, but sin. By generalizing evil, man seeks to evade the problem, which is his moral nature, his rebellion against God and his attempt to be his own God. Genesis 3.5 Christ's kingship has as one of its functions the shaking of all things which are, so that only that which cannot be shaken may remain. Hebrews 12.22-29 This shaking means wars, and natural disasters. It means radical problems to man in all his history. Man is allowed no peace in his sin, nor is any society. The Christ who ordains all these things is also he, quote, that loveth us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God his Father, end quote. The purpose of all his royal rule, as well as his priestly sacrifice, is to make us into a royal priesthood. Jesus Christ, as the great Passover lamb, saves his firstborn from death and hell by his atoning blood. Life is in the blood, Leviticus 17, 14, and blood alone can cleanse man of sin, Leviticus 14, 1 to 9, 14. The pure and sinless blood of Jesus Christ makes atonement for us. In verse 6, we are told that we are made a priestly kingdom unto God the Father. The focus of our calling and election is on God and his kingdom, Matthew 6.33. Christians are the new Israel of God. Old Israel was called to be God's priestly kingdom, Exodus 19.6, but it was faithless to that calling. The Israel of our Lord's day was the world's most moral realm, and clearly superior to other nations, but it was rejected and cast out because Israel made itself the focus of its calling. Neither the Church, nor the United States, nor any other power can make itself the focus without incurring God's wrath. The kingdom is not of us, it is the Lord himself. Hence we are told, quote, to him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. End quote. 1 Peter 5 1. Royalty and deity alone are possessors of glory. 
human royalty by claim, God alone, in fact. Glory means divine sovereignty and power. Dominion too belongs to Christ and to us in him. In verse 7, we have a reference to Daniel 7.13 and Zechariah 12.10, as well as Mark 14.62. All who are his enemies shall wail in mourning for themselves. The response of the church to this must be, quote, Even so, Amen, end quote. In verse 8, God declares himself to be, quote, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, the Almighty, end quote. The speaker is both the Father and the Son, and the Spirit as well. This word is from the Father and the Spirit, verse 4, and also from Jesus Christ, verse 5. The triune God pronounces the benediction and declares its unity, its oneness. In Revelation 22.13, Jesus Christ declares, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Compare Isaiah 41.4.44.6. He is God, the Almighty, or the Omnipotent, Greek Pantocrator. By self-designation, the Roman Emperor called himself autocrator, meaning that he ruled by himself, by his own self-generated authority. No man ostensibly made him emperor other than himself. By declaring himself the Pantocrator, Jesus Christ says, I am the all-ruler, Lord over Caesar and all the universe. This all-rule of Christ the Almighty includes all things generally and particularly, including the sparrows and all the hairs of our head, Matthew 10, 29-31. This Almighty One is also the Incarnate One. He is not only the Father and the Spirit, but the Incarnate God, the Son, Jesus Christ. The blood of the covenant has redeemed us to be kings and priests unto our God. In that blood of the covenant, Christ's shed blood, God and covenant man meet. In Jesus Christ, the covenant is kept, and the covenant kingdom sees its visible king. The modern age speaks much about the communications gap between man and man. Having separated themselves from God, fallen men are in separation one from another. A communications gap is inescapable. Sinful men communicate best by means of war, conflict and hostility. What they communicate to one another is rebellion and hatred. The word from the throne is, quote, Grace be unto you and peace. Men cannot communicate what they do not know, nor have, nor are. A man may not be able to communicate in Chinese, but he can learn Chinese in time and speak it. Grace and peace he cannot learn. They are a gift from the throne. They come only through the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Word. He is the divine exegesis of God. He is also the Almighty who rules all things, establishes us as a priestly kingdom, and orders all history and us in terms of his sovereign purpose. He is the Almighty God, the Alpha and the Omega. The Christ of history is, quote, the Lord of glory, end quote, James 2.1 and the Lord of all eternity. Hello, this is Nathan, the narrator, 
Find my past and present projects and more at nathanteacher.com.